Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Saber Savior. Now, uh, today I am terrible at talking. It is not because I am nervous or anything. I am pretty confident in what I do. Uh, but for some reason today, uh, my voice or my brain decides to break words and pretend like it's never heard of it. But today's episode is going to be about uh, the life of a wannabe actor. Because as many of you might know, or many of you might not know, uh, I have gone into acting for high school. I have gone act in acting uh, outside of high school, once outside of high school. So I'm not too experienced in it. And I did want a futuristic life as an actor. So I'm here to explain to anybody who wants to be an actor or who wants to know what it's like to be an actor, uh, kind of the life and the rule book that I lived by as an actor. So nonetheless, let's get started. Uh, I don't have any rubric or anything I'm following. I'm just telling you from my brain what's happened. And I think that you'll be interested in it because a life of an actor is certainly a uh, trivial and definitely a ro roller coaster of a life. Let's start with the basic thing. If you are in high school, you might have a theater program. A lot of people did not. A lot of people like me, we're fortunate to have one, but a lot of people, you know, were, were unfortunate not to have one. And uh, I think, I don't know if it's politically or socially. Socially, I'll say that we are, I don't think in that point where everybody kind of catches on that theater itself is an art form and theater deserves to be its own spotlight. Um, I came from a high school who the people leaned more on football because football made more money. Uh, but I know that with our characters, with our shows, with our um, hearts that were on the stage, so the actors themselves, the technicians themselves, they worked tired. Or I don't, they worked endlessly. Let's say that. They, they worked endlessly. And I feel like if we had the right um, budget, if we had the right um, – oh, what's that word? If we had the right uh, – Ah, man. Public, oh, it's not publicity. Thank you. Thank you, myself. Uh, <laughs> if we had the right publicity, I think we could have gone somewhere more. And I think that theater does have the opportunity in, in certain areas to overrule sports sometimes because you have more heart in it sometimes. I mean, in football, you, you have a lot of heart. In sports, you have a lot of heart. You have to. You train for that moment. But – Sometimes not in high school, and that's something I want to say, that sometimes in high school, you don't have that moment, you know, because of the fact that they're just wanting an extracurricular activity. Maybe they just want to do it for fun, and that's what I found in theater, that some people wanted to do it for fun, so that's why I didn't feel – that's why I didn't fall in love with theater as much because only people were doing it for fun sometimes, and that's fine, you know, but when you get into that professional setting and you feel like an actor – that's what makes you really like uh, interested in it and focused on what you're doing. So in high school, theater for me was very uh, uh, not not I don't want to say easy, but it was very uh, what is that? I was very I was leveled on a, I was on a different level than everybody else. And I'm not saying that because I was better. I'm not saying that because I sang better, acted better, nothing. I'm saying I was leveled because I was a boy. Uh, the reason why I say that is because there's more girls wanting to do theater than boys in my high school. 
uh, until the very end. And I had that certain look that people were looking for, and I was very lucky to have this look that I have. Um, but it, it serves you when you are in theater and you have that certain look. It serves you for good and it serves you for bad because you're always going to be that role until you either change that look uh, completely or um, – or you're just stuck. You're just stuck with it. Like, uh, I mean, obviously in high school, we always have those Romeos who are like, they look, they look, man, they look great. They have that body. They have the face. They have the voice. They have everything. And they're always going to get the love roles and like the, the love roles, not the, the fat roles, <laughs> the love interest, let's say. And if, if your care, if your director is risky enough, they will change it. They will be like, okay, look, this is who we would have picked, but because I want to give other the other people the spotlight, let's go with this guy, person. And that was not the case at all in my theater, uh, because well, one that made me, uh, it made sense. It made sense why that wasn't the case because they fit the role. And in society and in life, if you fit the role, you should play the role. Sometimes you should go out of your way to try to maybe try a new role. That's always a good thing, but then you know you you kind of leave the mark of this is my role and I kind of have to live with it. So I had the role of always being the father, the older person, or the uh, maybe the silly person, maybe once or twice, but most likely the father. And it was something I loved doing. I think that I agreed with my directors that. I was not no love role because of the fact that um, I saw I saw it better that somebody else could take it. Somebody else should have had that baton of um, I'm not the lead role, I'm not the love role, right? But acting and wanting to be an actor is very simple. It's a very simple step of life, but it's very complex when you get to it. So when you start out in theater or in acting in general, it's I'm just going to go off of acting because um not too sure on film and everything else or theater um in theater you have these auditions right you have to go to these auditions you have to do the monologues you have to uh hopefully you have to wait an extensive period sometimes to just find out if you even made it to round two um and that's not just my experience with uh with my high school this is experience of outside of um high school and it's experience of everybody else that I talked to about it. I talked to a lot of people about theater because I was very interested in learning. I was very interested in seeing what different fields there are, what, what type of environment other people have been around. And I've, I found that it was very, very, very different from how I, how I had it. Cause you have different teachers to teach different things. And some teacher, some teachers of acting want to teach acting this way. Some of them want to teach it another way. And I think that is, uh, a very lucky opportunity to have if you are looking to get into acting is is the opportunity to look for other um, experiences of people. So I wanted to get into acting, obviously. I wanted to, to do um, maybe Broadway for a year or two, but I wanted mostly to be in Hollywood. That was the most recent thing. I wanted to be the next big thing, which doesn't everybody. Um, but I had a lot of creative ideas. 
and that prohibited me prohibited me to continue forth with my love interest of uh, of acting. I wanted to I wanted to make something of myself, and I didn't know if acting was going to be the way because the scripts the the scripts that you received the the direct on being under the director it was also like it was like wasn't interesting me enough and i did want to do acting for a while like i watched a show called peaky blinders and the uh the main character thomas shelby who is played by um killian murphy he is a phenomenal actor and he is one of the per people that i looked up to I looked up to uh, Arrows, um, Manu Bennett. I looked up to a lot of different people. And I, I knew that I wanted to do acting. So I looked at all the schools. I looked at what I would want to do. I graduated high school. And I went into college. And I went into an acting class in my first year. And I met this wonderful, wonderful woman um, who would later be my director for my my first out of high school show. So, uh, like I said, I went for the went for a role in this show. It was out of again, it was out of high school. So that means to me, it's more scarier because of the fact that it's no longer oh, if you don't if you don't get cast, you might be able to get an ensemble, and if you don't get that, you're out of the show. So in high school, you kind of have safety nets that will get you in the show, but in college, you don't have any safety net. You can't be part of tech. You know, you have to be part of the classes for that. You know, if you don't get this role, uh, you have to look for something else. So I did this, and I was lucky enough to uh, land the lead role, which was not the father. <laughs> and uh, it was just a blast to me. Uh, I think that having the lead role uh, – definitely gave me one huge fear and i say one because there was one there's only one even if i in my head said even when i got the like when they posted the list of the roles and who got what i was scared because i said this in my head i was like oh my god i do not want to turn into somebody that is arrogant that is uh too confident too cocky and a dick. I don't want to be a dick. And I knew that because I knew that if I were to get a lead role, lead roles change people's minds. And I want everybody to know that lead roles, if you get a lead role multiple times back to back, it will change how you feel about yourself. Now, you could take that humbly, or if that's even a word, you could be humble about it. Let's say that. You could be humble and you could be like, thank you for this role. And I won't let you down. And as my castmates, I will not let my castmates down. Um, because you are the leader. You are the lead role. You have to direct or not direct. But you have to lead your cast in behaving and exceeding expectations. So if there, if there's a – in my eyes, if there was a problem in the cast, as in somebody was unconfident in themselves or somebody didn't want – or didn't like feel confident, I would try my hardest. My hardest might not be enough, but I tried my hardest to help them because I get it. We're all humans at the end of the day. We're all, um, we're all, uh, what's that? Suffering from something at the end of the day. It could be our own selves. And that's what I was suffering from with acting. It was my own self. It was my own, uh, just my own demeanor was, uh, taking me about. 
And so I, with acting, right, I kind of would share the story for anybody. Now you know I did this show out of high school and everything. And un- unfortunately, we didn't be able – we weren't able to do this show because of the fact that, you know, this stuff happened, the pandemic – we weren't able to show anybody, and I don't think we're going to be able to show anybody, in my opinion, because of how bad things still are and how um, America is trying to open up, even though we haven't successfully deal- dealt with the issue. Um, but I don't think I'm going to ever be able to show it, except for maybe doing it online. So then you start thinking, okay, you know, we have this time off. Do I even want to be an actor anymore? You know, like I look at all these people who are great at acting and yes, that makes you doubt yourself, but it's also like, a you have to be able to separate. Are you doubting yourself or are you looking at reality? And I talked to my best friend and he was like, okay, look, you have to have a backup plan because acting might not pan out. And I was going for acting to pan out. And he was like, so have a backup plan. And I was like, oh, well, shit, you know, what am I going to do? What are my other interests? You know, I'm not this type of person. I'm not this type of person. I can't do this or this or this. And I already know that. Like, I know I wouldn't be a good teacher. Why? Because I can't talk at all. (laughs) I can barely talk by myself in front of a mic. And I'm not even nervous. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I can't talk at all. (laughs) So how would I be able to? How would I be able to teach somebody else something else? So a lot that would raise the question of why am I doing a podcast about acting? Because I'm not teaching about acting. I'm telling you about uh, what to look for, what's not. You know, it's one of those things where it's like uh, what to expect, basically. Um, I have a little thing personal about me is I found a girlfriend in high school, and she and I are still together. And I kind of – I don't wrap my whole life around her even though I know I kind of do sometimes with some things. And with acting, I wrap myself around her immensely because I did not want her and I to be poor just because I wanted to live my dream of becoming an actor. I ready, I rather have found something that um, that I love doing, like love, 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 and then maybe go back to acting. You know, like find another interest. And then when I am successful at this and I make money doing this, maybe I could go back to acting. Maybe I could give that a shot because like I was looking like at everybody who became an actor and they had to wait years and years before they got anything. If you if if uh, if they were just the average type of Joe and I was like, I don't have years to wait. I need to I need to make sure that I'm taking care of my future family and taking care of who this is and who this might be and my finances and making sure that I'm not poor living on the street. And even though my dream right now is still going to take me to California, which my dream I've given up, I've given up acting. I've given up uh, looking for those type of things. But now I kind of found a new love interest, which was uh, creative writing and creating stories for video games. And even if one day it, it it allows me to i would love to voice act something even though i can't do voice acting for the life of me but i would love to act 
I would love to keep going back in there. Because I know that acting is an interest, but it's not my love. And I found my love with this. And uh, I do want to go to Respawn Entertainment and work there because they have the Star Wars games. And I already have so many ideas lined up. <laughs> not for Star Wars, but like uh, for different games. And I just wish that I could go out there and show people the ability that I have just to come up with a story on the spot. But anyways, so with acting, I want people to know that there are millions of people who want to be actors and I'm sorry to break that to you and you already know, and you're probably tired of hearing that. And I applaud you for still trying because it's going to be hard to keep going. It's going to be hard. And it's even harder when you see that Hollywood for some God bless a reason loves to keep giving you the same type of looks, you know, the same guy with abs, the same person with this and this. And yeah, that looks pleasing because you don't want like the fat Thor all the time even though if it's a comedy you know but it's one of those things that you do know hollywood looks for this certain type of person and it's uh it's a very um unfortunate type of thing because i think there's a lot of let's just say black actors that are crazy good crazy like and i know that there's a a problem where black actors wouldn't be really nominated for awards but that's like crazy because they're fucking amazing actors they're amazing and and everywhere you look plays uh movies um even in video games uh you got uh tv shows they're just amazing everywhere you go and i'm surprised that people of color aren't gouging hollywood but that's because Hollywood is set up just like everything else in life. And I want everybody to know and hear that everything else in life is set up. If you don't break the, if you don't break the rule book. So what I'm saying, I don't want to really say rule book, but I want to say like, uh, the matrix kind of thing. Like everything is going to do its own flow and it's the life's going to be the same unless we break the matrix. Now, obviously I don't believe that we're just sleeping in a pod with something plugged in the back of our head, but I do believe that like with uh people of color not really having so much involvement in hollywood even though they have a lot but sometimes being out acted by a white person because you know they might have had more of a privileged shot um you know i would love to see the day that we shake things up hugely hugely you know uh and like I'm saying like that in life, you know, life throws you curveballs that sometimes are un unavoidable and that sucks. And as an actor, it's a devastating blow, but I guarantee you could come back from it. So what I want to say is with acting, I'm not going to teach you how to do a monologue. I'm not going to teach you how to act in a scene. I'm telling you the life of an actor, the life of a wannabe actor. Get ready for auditions, a lot of them. Get ready to travel, because if you live in Florida, or if you don't live in maybe Atlanta, or New York, or California, or Vancouver, somewhere where it's high filming capacity, you are not going to make it. You are not going to make it. I, I live in Florida, 
And my director was like, you are not going to make it as an actor unless you go. You need to leave the state and you need to go and try. And I said, I said, okay, I'll try. But then I was like, you know, I don't, you know, certain events are not going to happen the way I want it. So I'm, I'm collecting these things. I'm collecting this knowledge of what to do, what to do, what, what's my next plan to go forward. And you have to understand that auditions, uh, plan to leave your state. If, if anything, if you're not in the correct state, because you need to go and you need to do your research if you want to make it. I believe a lot of different people can make it. I believe that. If you are creative, if you get that right look out there, you can make it. And guess what? In this day and age, you don't even have to make it to Hollywood or anywhere. You could just shoot a goddamn movie off of your phone. That's how amazing of a time we live in. Be creative in that aspect. If you don't know how to edit, learn how to edit. If you don't know how to uh, do anything you want to learn how to do, you have goddamn YouTube, Google. You can find out within, I, I promise you, two to three days of learning. Like, it's amazing the time we live in right now. And I'm not saying this of like, uh, oh, I missed my shot because I didn't. If I wanted to turn around and do it again, I could do it again. But this is not my heart passion. And why I uh, I talked to you guys about it is because it was a passion for me. And it might be an even bigger passion for the person listening. And I do hope – and I'm not going to sugarcoat shit for you. And I'm not going to be a dick. Even, even though I'm not sugarcoating, I don't want to be a dick to you. So I want to say there's a one million chance that something you've already heard a million times and you're probably tired of hearing, but I do want to tell you guys that. And I do want you guys to know that being an actor is difficult and um, it is studying and it's developing this mind space of somebody else, the character. And, but I do believe, and I will say this, that if you really want to do it and you have your, you have all the, the might and the motivation behind you, by God, you are going to do it. And I believe in you to do it. And I want to see a new generation of actors. I don't want to be seeing the same goddamn faces all the time. This, you know, again, I don't think that anybody's a bad, bad actor if they made it. Like, sometimes I, I might not uh, look at certain movies because I don't even like them. And they're considered the best actors. So I'd rather not go for the best actors like Brad Pitt or Leonardo. I don't watch their movies. I watch smaller actors. Because smaller actors have the most heart. They have the most to the most to lose. Brad Pitt and Leonardo don't have anything to lose. They've got the cred. They've got everything they've wanted. Let other people now have the light. Anyways, so life of an actor. <laughs> it's a very uh, stressful topic because there's so much ground to cover. And it's like I, I have to remember that I'm limiting myself to just the life of them. Uh, some gigs don't pay money, but you need experience. So, you know, get ready for that, that some people don't give you money. So you're going to probably have to work another job and do this. Roommates are probably one of the best things you can do. <laughs> um, the life of an actor, like if I didn't, I wish I would do one of these, um, podcasts again of this question. If I had more questions, you know what I'm saying? Like if like next time, let's say I have like 20 questions I could answer. I would love to do that because that would actually put me in a spot where I could just bounce off of other people's thoughts and just keep going and keep going instead of just being timed of like, okay, this is what we have to get through and everything. But the life of an actor is something so crucial. 
It's like it could make or break a person. It, it could go from, I want to be an actor. I want to be an actor. I want to be an actor. Oh, my age is going down or like going higher. But uh, I, I that means everything's starting to get limited and I haven't made it yet. So now I have to go for a job that I hate and be miserable for the rest of my life. I always do say, just like what my best friend told me, do have a backup plan. If you don't, then you, you know, you're setting up yourself up for, uh, you're setting yourself up for failure because what if you fail this? You always have to, I'm sorry, but you always have to think, what if? I hate that, but you know, what if you don't make it? What if you do make it? That, you know, that's the opposite side. It's what if you don't, what if you do, you know? Uh, but just remember, if you do make it, there's a world out there that needs taken care of. So I do say that, you know, if I was ever a millionaire, I take care of a lot of different things other than myself. Uh, being an actor is is just a lot more than reading a paper. It's it's about how you affect your your audience, how you, how you affect your 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 castmates. And I will say this: as an actor and a technician, because I have been a technician on a show before, it is a privilege to watch a show. And it is also a privilege to be in a show. Um, there was times when I was a tech where I wanted to be on that stage so fucking badly. There was times as an actor that I didn't want to be on the stage that badly. I would rather be a tech, but it's all about how you look at it. I would, I loved um, technicians and I've loved actors and you have to understand that, uh, who is helping you run the show is the the ones who are most crucial to you. There's technicians who are going to, you know, there's this thing where technicians versus actors type bit that people love putting out, out there. But I guarantee you, if you show love to everybody, people show love back to you. I worked at Halloween Horror Nights here in Florida, and it was one of the greatest things I've ever done because the people – uh, not the audience. The audience was terrible. <laughs> the people, you know, I, I'm an attendee of Halloween Horror Nights. I love going to it. But the crowd that pulls in, terrible. People spit in your face. People throw things at you. And, you know, Universal can't do much, you know, because they're a huge corporation. But um, the, the castmates I had and the technicians that I had in Halloween Horror Nights, and I can't say one bad thing about anybody. I can't say one bad thing about anybody. They were all fucking amazing people. They were all amazing. They all knew what they wanted. They all knew who they were. And even if they didn't, they were still amazing people. We all treated each other with respect. And it was a very loving family. And I will say that for something so terrifying as Halloween Horror Nights, it was very beautiful to share that those moments with um, just with a, a family. you know. And that's what you have to remember in acting. You're going to meet a lot of people. You choose what's your family and what's your not. You know, and it's uh, – and remember, the life of an actor is going to be rough. It's going to be stressful. But I swear to you, I swear to you, I swear to you, if you stick with it, the life of a wannabe actor is going to pay off. Just remember, everything in life is a privilege and everything in life is a – well, obviously, context, please. <laughs> everything in life you can get through, I promise you. Um, 
we are all strong. And the thing that I love about actors the most, I joined acting because I couldn't figure out my emotions. I couldn't figure out why I was getting sad, why I was getting depressed, why I was being angry. And when I finally had a paper in my hand and I was able to like just channel these feelings out into a piece of paper, that was the greatest gift anybody could have given me during that time. And I'm so grateful that I've, I've had a, a chance to be a part of it. And that's where I'm going to leave you guys with is that everything that happens in this life, everything that happens in a life of an actor is privileged. You have to be privileged that you're getting through it. And I do hope, I, I sincerely pray that the people who are supposed to be there are there. So that doesn't matter who you are. If you're old, young, black, white, anybody who's gay or straight, anybody who's supposed to be there, you deserve to be there. I hope and I pray that you do get there. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope that this podcast was a little bit better and a little bit more knowledgeful. I know that there was not a lot of facts. There was not a lot of like information. But I do want to say that this podcast of this episode is so important due to the fact that it's just me telling you you're okay. You got this. You already know the basics. Just understand and uh, live your life. Be happy with who you are because you are a fucking amazing human being. So be happy. Kill it on the stage or on in the camera. Kill it. Absolutely kill it. Um, don't don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks about you. Uh, live your life with with uh, with gratefulness and just be happy. And I think that's all I'm gonna say. And Thank you so much for attending my podcast, and this has been Saber Savior, How to Be or the Life of a Wannabe Hacker. Thank you so much, and I will see you, or I will hear you, oh, no, and you'll hear me in the next podcast. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.